27th of 2023, time is 6.30 p.m. I'm calling the order the City of Centerville Council meeting. First order of business is roll call. Councilmember Mosier? Here. Councilmember Koski? Present. Councilmember Taylor? There she is. <laughs> Present. Present. Junior Councilmember Shaw? Present. Mayor Love and staff are also present. Please join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you all. Next item on the agenda is the approval of the agenda. Does staff have any additions to the agenda this evening? Mr. Mayor, we do have someone uh, who would like to speak at open forum, if you're uh, amenable to that. All right, we have an addition to open forum. Any other additions? We have none. All right, does any council members have any items they would like to add to the agenda this evening? Hearing none, do we have a motion for approval of the agenda? So moved, Mr. Mayor. Motion to approve as amended. We'll take that as a second, Ray, if that's okay. Since Russ, probably the airways caught you. I'm sure you unmiked first, but Russ was right next to me. So we have a motion and a second. All in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed by the same sign. Motion carries. All right, the next item on our agenda is the open forum. So we would invite our neighbor up. Please um, share with us our, your name and your address, and we'll listen to the issue you want to share. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. My name is Jared Lynn, and I actually live in Ramsey, Minnesota. I'm an advocate for an open county, and that's why I'm here tonight. Okay. Uh, if I could pass these out real quick. <coughs> I think you have a couple people that are not in. Just take one bag and pass them on. So I'm an advocate that doesn't get paid, by the way. We don't get anything per hour. But we're working on election reform. And what we want to do, I'll try to keep this to two to three minutes. We want to try to go back to the way we used to do elections just 30 years ago, hand counted, no electronics, that kind of stuff. Our primary focus is at the county level. So we've been working with Anoka County. We've given 75 presentations to them. We've had 28 different people. This has been going on for over a year now. <coughs> Did you guys receive cards in the mail from us? Do you guys recall receiving that? We sent them out to all the cities. I was at Fridley on Monday. You don't recall seeing that? Okay, I'm just going to walk you through these cards real quick, if I could. The first card, the blue card, basically says we have three main problems with our elections. <coughs> the first problem is there's always going to be people that are going to try to cheat. We just have to accept that. That's a reality in life. The second problem is no electronic technology is ever totally secure. It's, it's just a reality. And the third problem is our current system today is a black box. Nobody can really see what's going on inside. And that's what we want to change as advocates. Uh, if you could go to the next card, it's got a flag on it. These are the six things we want to do. Election reform, we think, is going to start at the local level. That's why we're working with the county, the Anoka County Board. The six things we want to do with them is we want to secure our election judge data, uh, verify registered voters. The county should be responsible for who registers people. Right now what's happening is a lot of that's going on at the state level. Validated paper ballots. The next item, number four, is a big one for me. Do you guys remember when we used to check in on paper poll pads? Do you remember when you go in and you say your name at your precinct? And, do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Now it's all electronic. And those poll pads is where we think, we believe a lot of the dirty work is being done. We want yeah. to get rid of that and go back to paper. Poll pads tell you who, who's there, who's not. It can register people. It can report. We want to get rid of all that. Uh, hand count and paper ballots, the only way to really know if it's honest. 
this account in front of you. In our precincts in Anoka County, we have 128 precincts. We average about 1,200 voters per precinct. That was in the midterm. In the presidential, we go up to about 1,800. So they're not as large as you think. You can sit there and you can count that stuff out. And we're trying to push that with the county now. Uh, small voting precincts, I think we're already there. We have precincts, some of them are as small as 500 people. And if you could flip to the last card real quick and then I'll finish up here. This is called, uh, this. Mark Cook is an election cybersecurity expert. And this is his election ecosystem. The way elections should be done is they should be done at the local level. What's happening is they're starting to be done at the state level. The state's taken over a lot of the power, and ultimately, they want to move it to the federal level. Believe it or not, there's legislation right now that have the federal government pass a lot of laws, and so we're starting to see that go that way. We think the reform should bring it back to the local level, the cities, the precincts, that kind of stuff. That's why we're here for you. We're not trying to talk you into anything. Just trying to introduce ourselves, put a face on this, give you these cards. I think these cards speak for themselves. And uh, if you need to get a hold of us, there's some information on there, but we're basically working with the county commissioners. I know you guys have a joint powers agreement with the county. Um, it's kind of complicated, but that's why we are. We're trying to hit all the cities. So, are there any questions? Well, we're really not supposed to interact. It's a public comment section, so we okay. just allow you to speak. Uh, is that you, though? I guess no. that would be the only question. All right. No. I couldn't no, tell. He's actually, he's actually one of the top guys. I'm, I'm okay. glad you mentioned that. He's one of the top guys in the country. He met with two of our county board members. Jeff Reiner, you know him? Mm -hmm. He used to be here, right? Lionel. Lionel. Oh, he was Lionel. Yeah. That's why I think he was a senator. I'm sorry. Yeah, he met with Reiner and somebody else. So, thank you very much for your time. If you don't mind, I'm going to leave. All right. So, thank you. Appreciate Thanks for coming. Thank you. Extra cards? Those are your. Oh, thank you. Oh, those extra? Yeah, those are. Great. August 9th of 2023 City Council Minute meeting. Does anyone have any annotations for those minutes? No one has any changes. Would anyone like to make a motion for approval? I make that motion. We have a motion. Do we have a second? Deuces. Ray is making a second sign. Oh, happy, happy hear you, Ray. Sorry. Second. Second. All right. We have a motion and a second. Any further discussion? Mr. Mayor? Yes, uh, please. I, I was remiss to remind you that um, when we do have someone on, on Zoom participating as a full participant, we do need to do roll call voting. And so um, we should have done it for the approval agenda, but it would be just fine, I'm sure. Uh, All right. We could go forward. I will go that route moving forward on the agenda. All right. We have a motion and a second. All in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed by the roll, same roll sign. Roll call. So roll call would be asking each person to vote individually. Yeah, I thought you said after this one. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I meant including this one. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. If we're going to include this one, all right. <laughs> we will roll call vote. Councilmember Taylor. Aye. Aye. Councilmember Moser. Aye. Councilmember McCoskey. Aye. I'm an aye as well. Motion passes. Thank you. All right. Moving on to the consent agenda. Does any council members want to have any items removed from the consent agenda for further discussion? Uh, item number seven, Mr. Mayor, just for comment. All right, we will pull item number seven. Any other items? All right, do I have a motion for approval of consent agenda items one through six? So moved. We have a motion. Do we have a second? Second. We have a motion and second. Any further discussion? 
Alright, I will commence with roll call voting. I haven't had to do this in a long time. This is our Zoom pandemic roll call voting days, but I, I think I still have it. Councilmember Taylor. Aye. Councilmember Moser. Aye. Councilmember Koski. Aye. And I'm an aye as well. Motion carries. Number seven. Councilmember Koski. Uh, thank you, Mr. Mayor. Once again, um, the Lions are putting on their Christmas in the park. Always seems to be a great event. Um, I don't know how often I have to say this, but I thank the Lions very much for putting what they put into the energy and effort and uh, into our community and the events that they put on. Um, I don't know what we would do without them. So a great event, and I just want to thank them once again for putting this on, and uh, much appreciated. I echo those thanks, um, though I don't want to think about Christmas right now with a 70-degree day. Um, the, the event is a great event, so I do look forward to it, but not the winner that comes with it. So, right. Any other comments in reference to number seven? All right, hearing none, do we have a motion for approval of consent agenda item number seven? So moved, Mr. Mayor. We have a motion. Do we have a second? Second. We have a motion and a second. I will commence with roll call voting. Councilmember Taylor. Aye. Aye. See, it is funny, isn't it? Councilmember Moser. Aye. Councilmember Koski. Aye. And I'm an aye as well. Motion passes. All right, moving on to old business, cancellation of the purchase agreement for 1737 Main Street. Commissioner yeah. Stotts. Mr. Mayor and Council, unfortunately we have uh, this item in front of you, which is the cancellation of the purchase agreement for 1737 Main Street with F&M Holdings, which is the, uh, was the parent company for Guys and Dolls, um, the salon that was planning on moving onto that site. Um, they were just not able to make this work financially after they're uh, going through their due diligence period here. And um, unfortunately, they uh, contacted us and asked if they could um, have this agreement canceled. So um, there was never really any money on the line other than a dollar because the law says we have to make good and valuable considerations. So we did that for a dollar. Um, so, and we checked the box to give them the dollar back uh, just to be good citizens. Um, so this is uh, an action that would simply cancel the agreement um, with Guys and Dolls for the purchase of 1737 Main Street. It opens it up then for us to negotiate with other uh, entities for uh, purchase of that land. I do know that with the, our realtor, Mike Brass, has another um, interested party and we'll be bringing that uh, party forward to discuss with you and myself uh, in the near future. Do we have any questions or comments in reference to this item? Uh, Mr. Mayor, I, it's just disappointing to see that on the agenda. Um, I understand it, but I was looking forward to having them here. I thought they had a good plan. It's uh, a little disappointing it couldn't uh, be uh, executed, but totally understandable. So we'll wait for the next, uh, next bite. <coughs> I wish them well in their future adventures. Anyone else? Do we have a motion to approve the cancellation of the purchase agreement with FM Holdings, Guys and Dolls, for the purchase of 70, 1737 Main Street? I'll make that motion. We have a motion. Do we have a second? Second. We have a motion and a second. Any further discussion? Hearing none, uh, we'll come to a roll call voting. Councilmember Taylor. Aye. Aye. Councilmember Moser. Aye. Councilmember Tasker. Aye. Now my eye as well, motion passes unanimously. 
All right, next item on our agenda is new business item number one. If I can get back to my agenda. Declare a vacancy of the city council and, and determine next steps. Um, we're th this item, well, I'll let you go first and make sure stats. Sure, um, you know, obviously with the uh, sad passing of Mr. King, um, we have a vacancy to be filled and it is probably time for us to to move on in terms of our business, that the business of the city. And so we do need to declare a vacancy um, on the city council officially, um, and then uh, determine a, uh, a time frame for accepting applications. I think the last time around we, we probably had it a bit too open-ended, and um, this time I think we can, with, with a little bit more awareness in the community than there was last time, I think we'll be able to get a pool of candidates fairly quickly. And so, um, Fonasi and I chatted through the logistics of this, and we feel like um, about a two-week window here from September 28th to October 13th would be enough time. Um, if we go longer than that, we would then likely be into the December meeting because we'll likely cancel the second meeting in November. Um, so if you see the timeline here, we would take applications until October 13th, which is the deadline for the packet for the October 25 meeting. Um, excuse me, for the October, um, is it October 25? Yeah, interview. November 25. Um, it doesn't feel right about that to be honest. Yeah, why do we leave that two week gap uh, there? Sorry, just let me get to my calendar quickly. That's why it's doing as well. It's a Wednesday. Right, but if we turn it, cut it off at the 13th, why wouldn't we hold the interviews on the 18th? No. Because that's... That's not a meeting Wednesday. Yeah. So maybe the 20th? Yeah, maybe. I think I think what we meant to do was have the applications up to the, take applications up to the 20th so that we could interview on the 25th. Which, so the interview date is still correct. The 25th is the date we would interview candidates. Um, so we would take those applications up till October 20. Um, that would put them in the pack, you know, put their application in the packet, and we would have them um, at the work session on the 25th interview in front of, in front of you. And then um, we would then, the, the, the only tricky part about this schedule here is that we'd be expecting the council to interview and appoint on the same day. Mm -hmm. So I want to be open and upfront about that, that are we prepared to do that? Are we prepared to interview people and then turn around a half an hour later and an agenda item would be to appoint one of the people we just interviewed? If not, then you can see what happens to the timeline here. We would then need to wait till the November 8th to make a decision, which means that we wouldn't really seat that person until the December meeting. So. That's why I'm advocating for this schedule. But again, it does mean that you would have to interview people and then appoint that same night, or make the decision that same night. When does this term end? The end of 2024, or the beginning of 2025, however you want to think of it. Um, so it's the whole other year. So we're not necessarily in a, a rush, except that you know another month is You'd be, you'd be seeing them uh, on the, at the December meeting, which would be the meeting where we're going to decide on the 
again, we'll likely will cancel the second meeting in December, so this would be the meeting where we would vote on the budget, the final, final budget, so there would be no getting up to speed, you know, on the budget, very, you know, um, and, you know, we're going to have a retreat in late January, early February, again, another month in the grand scheme of things, maybe it's not that big a deal, but I just, we've already waited a month, yep. you know, um, I, I think it's prudent to keep things moving. Other questions, Dan? I'm just wondering if a two-week period is long enough for so, apps. Yeah, so sorry, it'll, it'll be more like a three-week period. So it'll be the 28th through the 20th. So this October 13 date is, I don't call it wrong, but it probably should be the 20th. You okay with that? Um, three weeks. It's more like seven because we've had a whole month of yeah, people but that being aware. Yeah, but choice to right. the... Exactly. And, uh, you know, um, I, I I can see the importance of having a seat filled. I, I don't know if... I guess it kind of depends upon how many applications we get as well. Yeah, I mean, if we got six, seven applications, we can't interview six, seven people in the hour and a half, so... We would probably look to schedule an extended be before and after. Yeah, I want to get like it that. done one night. Well, I can't do it after if you're gonna make the vote that night, right? Have to extend it or something. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yep. Special meeting or something. Right. And that's the other alternative here. If you didn't want to vote that same night, you could special schedule a special meeting just a, a week later. You come here for ten minutes. You've had a week to digest it and then you know we could we could have a meeting at eight in the morning if it, if you wanted to um, you know literally come here and vote on the candidate if you wanted to do it that way so there's a number of different options if you didn't feel comfortable voting that same night I know that is tough to interview and then immediately make your choice yeah I'm I'd be done with that if we had a special meeting after interviews I, I would say if we don't get at least three or four apps, then we go longer. Okay. Ross? Yeah, I. this is kind of a tough one. I, I would like to see that timeline spread out a little more, um, but we are up against the end of the year. We're going to lose a meeting in November and December, so I kind of get how we're doing it here and how this is laid out, plus we've had time already, right? I, I would like to see a little more time, and I think um, this schedule, I'd be okay with it, except for, um, yeah, I, I think if we only get, you know, I don't know, well, do we put a limit on how many candidates? I, I just don't know if I want to make a decision if we only get one or zero. Um, you know, what if we don't have any, I guess? So then we'd have to extend it, right? If you don't have any, you'd have to extend it, obviously, yeah. but... Um well, one or two or three. You can, you can vote on and name whoever you want to in town. They just have to accept that. Yeah. There, there's, there's no requirement, there's no legal requirement for us to take applications, quote unquote. So you can just appoint whoever you want. You just have to have them accept it. But it, so it, would, it seems appropriate that you would get applications. Okay. So let's say we had um, two, three, and we interviewed them. <coughs> um, do we have to make the decision that night? 
that's what this timeline says, but you still... But we can call can a special it. meeting a few days it. later if we wanted to. You could table it, okay. call a special meeting for no, no sooner than three days later. But. So I guess here's my take. If it, we weren't up against the end of the year in the uh, um, short two meetings, um, I would ask that we extend this, but I'm okay with the schedule of changing that 13th to the 20th and accepting applications, interviews <coughs> on the um, 25th, and making that decision that night or possibly calling a special meeting afterward. Um, and yeah, and, and I think we've had some time already to think about this. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm okay with that schedule with the change of that 13th to the 20th. Thank you, Ross. Thank Robin. you. Yeah, I'm okay with it in agreement with Ross, yeah. And we could call a special meeting if we thought that night that we needed some more time to fix. I'd be fine with that. Okay. Ray? Um, I think, I think it's uh, not going to use the word poop. Um, it's prudent that we go ahead and attempt to use an aggressive timeline uh, because we can always table it. I'm not sure that even if we do achieve the goal of getting someone in here significantly faster that I would say you know, any reality that they're going to be comfortable or in their their wits about the, the details to be able to to fully comment on a budget, so I guess I'm not <coughs> super pressed that they have to be in sooner um, for that. I understand the reasoning behind it, but the reality is I don't think they're going to be fully um, at capacity to be present, so it would be an experience more of a integral part. Um, so let's go for the gold and go for the sooner, and um, we can choose to table it if we need to for whatever reason. All right. Thank you for that. And just... From my chair, I, I think a lot about our experience the last time we had an opening. And we, you know, in my humble opinion, we got the right person in. I'm very happy to have Ray on our council. But I think our process was a little loose, so to speak. So just trying to learn from things that we've done in the past, just trying to make it a, a little more clean, a little more crisp, be able to set expectations for anyone that wants to apply so that they know these are the dates. Here's when the decision is going to be made, and here's how the process is going to move forward. So I think that's why we're here this evening. I think that's why we have this memo in front of us to try to set those guidelines and set those parameters. I, I'm, I'm fine with the schedule. I honestly have a note here saying, why couldn't we make the vote on the 25th and appoint them on the 25th? So in my mind, I was even speeding it up a little bit more. I'm not seeing that, that same sentiment with the council, which is, which is okay. Um, you know, the way this is laid out, we're voting that night. I, you know, I still don't know that that person can take the oath of office if we actually make that vote that night, if they happen to be present. But, um, then again, we also talked about the potential of having, you know, a number of candidates in which we have to run the work session before the meeting and after the meeting. So that would negate that potential anyway. And then we would have to call a special set meeting to... Um, make the vote on that. So, oh no, we can come back in after work session to meeting, right? Um, I mean, yes, you could, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, so we could come back in that night and still make the vote. So, uh, I don't know if there's anything stopping us from making a vote on that night necessarily, as long <coughs> as we are willing to put the time in to get the interviews in. And I think it's prudent for us to do that just so that we show that we've, we've 
we've grown some and we've learned yeah. some from our previous um, endeavors into doing this. And um, we all know it's not easy. <laughs> it, was, it was not easy last time and I don't know if it's going to be particularly easy this time, but um, we want to do what's best for our citizens and um, put someone here that we think can help us move forward as a city. I agree with Ray, they're not going to be a thousand percent up to speed. Um, there's some nights I sit here and I don't know that I'm a thousand percent up to speed, but um, hopefully we can bring someone in that can gain some understanding fairly quickly and help us as a council and um, share a voice of the citizens. So that would be my, my thoughts on this. So at this juncture, uh, we need to declare a vacancy for the city council. I don't know that the motion necessarily says we have to approve this plan, but we could make that a part of the motion. If, if you like, Mr. Mayor, it doesn't matter to me. Okay. So I would, I would look for a motion to approve the, or to declare a vacancy for the city council <coughs> and approval of the plan, which is laid out by staff for timing of the replacement with the change to uh, October 20th as the last day to receive applications. October, how about we say October 20th at noon for the last day to receive applications to staff. Would anyone like to make that motion? Uh, so moved, Mr. Mayor. All right, we have a motion. Do we have a second? Second. We have a motion and a second. Any further discussion? All right. Oh, that's right, I got to call roll. <laughs> roll. Councilmember Taylor. Approved. Councilmember Moser. Aye. Councilmember Kosky. Aye. And I'm an aye as well. Motion carries unanimously. All right. And with that motion, we still want to, you know, gravely thank Councilmember King and his family for his years of dedication to this council. He will be missed. All right, we move into council and administrative announcements and updates. Administrative stats. Well, Mr. Mayor and Council, I don't know that I have uh, a whole lot of things uh, to go over on my administrative report. I can just stand for questions. But one thing I think was um, uh, worth pointing out here was that North Metro has been just awesome about coming up with new ideas. And uh, one of their new ideas was to put um, city meetings on a, a podcast uh, platform. So um, if you're looking to try to fall asleep some night, you know, you could uh, dial up one of the city council meetings and listen to me drone on. And um, so it's on all these platforms that you see here. And it's, you know, super uh, easy to, to do. And it was very easy for them to put it up on this platform. So very little, um, again, ideas with no cost and no, no real cost and no real um, additional effort on their staff's part. I mean, I shouldn't say no additional effort, but uh, a very limited additional effort. So... As I understand it, um, this is going to be across all the cities associated with North Metro. So mm -hmm. if you want to listen to Blaine City Council meeting, you can go ahead and do that. So if you're into podcasting, that's a good way to keep up, um, certainly for citizens that want to be stay informed. Um, I did get a comment already on the new bike repair station. I heard that um, someone called us to tell us that they were glad to have it there and nice. helped, them, helped them out. So. Uh, trunk or treat coming up. Um, I know the mayor just put together his mayor's minutes with North Metro TV, so look for that on social media and on YouTube um, in the next day or two here. I'm sure we'll turn that around and have that out, and I know he mentioned um, that as well, but uh, trunk or treat coming up on October 28th, I believe, 
at, at uh, Centerville Elementary. It's part of um, a joint effort between the Parks Committee and the um, ed Community Education Wing of uh, the Centerville School District, or Centennial School District. And so it's a 5K uh, run and uh, a nice little event for kids to get uh, pre-Halloween treats there. So we'll have some touch a truck, we'll have a, you know uh, some city plow trucks and that type of thing in there as well. So lots of fun things for kids to do, and adults as well. Um, Central Cares, we have uh, some information on child care assistance. Um, with this this, this week's uh, Center of Health Cares. Um, done a couple of the little striping projects that we authorized last time have already been done. And um, initial reports from the school is that it's working out okay. They've had a staff member or two out there kind of directing traffic and making sure that there isn't any road rage out there. But um, what we're asking people to do as they drop off their kids in the morning and as they come to pick them up at night is to form two lanes instead of one where they used to form one. So that's helping pull people off Main Street, and so we're not stacking as many people on the Main Street. And um, so, so far, so good. It sounds like it's working okay, and um, we'll get a report back from them early next week as to, you know, if it's kind of sticking, if, it, if parents are starting to figure it out. So, uh, the Commerce Drive striping has been done, and so we now have truck parking on the south side of Commerce Drive there as well. Water tower repairs are done now. If you if you look up at the water tower and don't notice them, that's a good thing. If you do notice them. Uh, you can if you look closely, but that's just because we're, you know, painting patches on a tower that was painted 20 years ago, and so it makes some sense that you would be able to see it a little bit, but um, I think it looks very good. I was impressed that, you know, if you're driving by, you, you don't notice it at all, so very affordable price for that repair, I think, too, so. Um, Public Works trucks have been ordered. Of course, the strike is not helping in, I mean, we initially we didn't have any real timeline to get them in the first place, but the strike certainly doesn't subtract from that timeline. <laughs> I'm sure it only adds to it. Um, I think we talked briefly, I can't remember if we did or not, but Anoka County Parks is requesting um, that we explore the idea of using Mound Trail as a detour for their reconstruction of their park road. We I've still not heard back from them on some of the issues there, so we're going to wait to get a little bit more information before we bring that to you as a decision point. Parking lot lighting, supply chain stuff, just, you know, it's going to be a few weeks yet until we get those lights, but we're, we're fairly confident that we will get them in this, this year. The Centerville Lake Water Quality Project is now in the wait-and-see mode. We've um, done the... Um, we've... Uh, put in a grant application, mm -hmm. which is a big part of this. So, um, you know, I think it's in a, in a, at a spot where if we get the grant or we, the collective, we, um, I think they'll move forward with the project, no question. I mean, it's it's a almost a million dollar grant for about a million, at the top end, a million three projects. So it'd be tough to turn that money down. Um, and as you may, may have seen in the paper, uh, the Watershed District is looking at perhaps getting a, um, special taxing district set up for the lake owners uh, on the, um, to be able to pay for that. So um, keep your eyes open for that. And there'll be public hearings and stuff on that if you want, wish to comment on that. At this point, as I understand it, the um, taxing district would only be for people adjacent to the lake with lakefront property. That could change, so please pay attention. Um, and hmm. please attend public hearings and make your comments. And it is a, we can all 
understand, again, remember that the Watershed District is a board of people that are not elected. They're appointed by the cities and county, so, um, and they have the authority to tax you. So please pay attention. And, Keep us uh, informed. We will, we will do our best to do Thank that. Thank you. Um, then um, other uh, information, the, the Police Governing Board um, has been working on a formula change. We think we have a tentative agreement between all three cities. We're going to have a special meeting to um, kind of formalize that and hope, hope we can get something passed there, and then that will come before each of the three cities to ratify that change to the JPA if, if in fact, the Governing Board approves that. With that, I think I would just uh, open it up to any questions on development. All right. Any questions for administrative thoughts? Here. <clears throat> How much uh, is all the sidewalk repairs done that are? Uh, they're about two thirds of the way done. So they've been moving from north to south. Yep. They're on the south side of town right now. And then the last thing we're going to do is come <laughs> back and do a few things here at City Hall. Um, we're going to be putting a little slab back out here for our garbage cans and stuff like that. But. Um, so they're yeah, probably two-thirds of the way done. There was no surprises during this, was there really? Uh, you know, here and there, um, you know, we, we knew this happens, right? If you replace two panels here and your neighbor didn't get one replaced that they think should have been replaced, it's always a judgment call. I mean, otherwise, you know, where do you start and stop yeah. on these projects? So, but aside from that, I don't know. There hasn't been a big okay. surprises. Okay, so things went pretty much as planned. Yeah, and what we're tracking is the budget and all that kind of stuff, yeah. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. All right, any other questions? All right, thank you, Mark. Panacea? Yeah, I just want to remind everybody that the Amazon ribbon cutting is coming up on October 16th at 8 a.m., so if you're able to come out, then uh, okay. be a great event. All right, thank you. Rowan, we're going to start with you tonight. Start with me, wow. Yeah, yeah. all right. Just mixing it up. Uh-huh. Uh, as far as the high school, it's homecoming week, so people are getting in the spirit of that. They're having different... Uh, like spirit days, like I think yesterday was like match with someone and wear the same thing, and Friday's like wear school spirit stuff, I don't know, it's just a fun week even doing stuff, everyone's pretty happy walking through the walls, and Friday is the, uh, they've got a parade, I believe after this there's a pep fest, and then after that, after school's over, they have a parade with a bunch of the sports teams and different school groups are going to walk in that, um, just around the school, so that'll be fun. Um, and then Saturday is the homecoming dance, so it's an $8 admission, and that'll be a blast. Um, Cross-country team runs tomorrow at Elm Creek, uh, 1.30, I think the meet's at, uh, it's the Osseo Invitational, so that's what I got. You gonna play? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Alright, thank you. Mm-hmm. Councilman uh, the only thing I really have related to planning and zoning is that our, our meeting uh, has moved from October 3rd, which is typically the first Tuesday of the month, is when we have our planning and zoning, but it has been moved to October 10th, and we will have, I think, three public hearings at that one. Yeah. So, three, that's four, one. yeah. There's yeah. Three, three zoning code issues and then um, a rezoning request, so there's a four, four public hearings. So we got a full night there, so um, pay attention. If you have public comments you want to make and, and contribute, by all means, uh, please stop by. All right, thank you. Thank you, sir. Councilmember Moser. 
we set a date for the annual business appreciation event with the EDA board. It is November 6, 537 at uh, Kelly's Bar and Grill. There's uh, keynote speakers, opportunity for networking, chance to win prizes, and a catered meal by Kelly's Bar and Grill provided for all but for the business appreciation event. Other than that, do we have anything else in there that was... Updated your evolving loan guidelines to include um, local businesses and um, non-residential real estate owners. I'm sorry, we updated what again? The revolving loan. Oh, the revolving loan and grant. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yep, you're welcome. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Councilmember Taylor. Anything at the moment. Thank you. All right, thank you. All right, I had a North Metro telecommunications meeting this past week, and um, there was quite a few things on the agenda this past time. So I'll try to hit some highlighted bullet points. I have about five pages worth of notes, but I'll try to turn it down to just a few sentences here. Um, North North Metro TV has entered into an agreement with Neighborhood Sports Network to provide games to be streamed over. NSPN TV, so not ESPN, but NSPN TV. So a little bit of a change. Um, you will not be able to go to the North Metro TV app and just um, watch the games and replay for free. You'll have to go and pay a subscription to NSPN to watch those games. North Metro TV is also providing a new series of internet literacy classes. Mr. Mayor, if I could interrupt. I, I, I want to go back to that sports thing because I want to make it clear that there, it, there are still free options Initially, you can see it the night of. Sure, yes. And um, so there's a video coming out on that. Uh, look at so watch social media. If you don't follow North Metro TV, follow them. We're going to have a little instructional video on how to watch those games for free. So we want to make sure that people understand that there's a subscription you can pay to, you know, have a video of your son's or daughter's game and or to watch it later. Uh, but there is still a free option. We wanted to make sure that that was out there, yeah. Oh, that's a little different than what was explained to us last okay. week. So if that's changed, then that's good to know. Yeah. All right. Um, as noted, North Metro TV is providing a new series of Internet literacy classes um, intended for senior citizens. Supposedly, it's been very popular so far, so um, we'll keep that rolling as well. City meetings, as Mark mentioned, can now be assessed on podcasts. So if you're driving around the Twin Cities and you just want to see how you sounded on TV, you can listen to yourself now. Um, election coverages for Lionel Lake, Circle Pines, and school board races are underway. So even though we aren't holding an election in our city this year, there are still some elections going on. Special Events Coordinator T.J. Tronson and North Metro TV were unanimously chosen to receive the League of Women Voters Friend of the League Award at the September ceremony. So congratulations to T.J. and North Metro TV. And then there was some talk about, as we're losing our executive director to retirement, some talk about potentially joining up with another um, television community um, joint powers agreement and I know Blaine is going to be talking about that at one of their work sessions coming up here soon um, we have not talked about it specifically at, at the Commission level so um, there's a lot of things that need to be talked about if that's going to occur but 
there is some, some talk going on out there in the community about it, so Blaine specifically is going to have it at their work session, and we'll see if anything else becomes of it or if we're going to just move forward with hiring a new executive director. And our administrator, Stotts, is one of the lead people in charge of the search committee for finding either an interim person or the new person ultimately. And uh, finally, uh, comments were submitted to the FCC in support of requiring cable companies to provide subscribers with all in-price, unclear, and understandable bills. So that was a mouthful to say that we are pushing the FCC to make sure that cable companies will just put everything on their bill to make it very clear and not have it all split out where and you guys know we all get bills where things are so split out we're going, what, are, what are all these costs we don't know what they are um, there's now a push to make sure cable companies just give us a, a clear price so and that is the end of my notes so with that um, I would entertain a motion for adjournment so moved Mr. Mayor we have a motion do we have a second second we have a motion and a second I am not calling roll for adjournment we stand adjourned. God bless. Everyone have a great week. Good night.